Happy Friday, everyone! This is a fabulous Carandalus. So I really hope you guys pay attention because finally I find something crazy new and innovative in this crazy world of dating and relationships. So before we explain what we're going to talk about, let me say hi to my guest, Mia Lux. She's a crazy talented comedian. Now she's a super successful entrepreneur. And I love that you said you're a recovered attorney. Hi, Mia. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> welcome, welcome. welcome to Cat on the Loose. Thank you for doing this with us. Of course. I think you and I, I can tell already, have the same passion and affinity <laughs> for, like, having a good dating life, right? One like, million like percent. The frustration we experience of being like, uh, why are the dating apps so bad? We right? are going to talk about that for a minute. So, just so people understand, let's situate, situate the situation. We show up here on Zoom. She's in New York. I'm in LA. Wearing the same outfit. We both have a red dress, same cut, same everything. We got to take a picture. The blonde and the brunette taking over the world. So this like, is a, like soul sisters. We already like start on the right page. Okay. Uh, number two, you created this. I think is sounds phenomenal. I started trying it out. I'm going to tell you guys all about it. It's you. You guys describe it as a revolutionary uh, way of dating, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and really, I mean, I think anyone who's single who's listening to this or anyone who knows a friend who's single, you know the stereotype about dating. Yeah, you we're yeah. single and they're like, ugh, dating sucks. So the it's, suck. yeah, it's called <laughs> Lavette, Lavette Social Club. Lavette. Where does the name Lavette come from? So Lavette is actually Italian for the summit. You know, oh, so we, we love it. Wow. Like, the idea of being the peak of dating, the idea of being oh, you know, awesome. creating something a little more high end, something a little bit more high quality. Now I love it even more. So if you guys are like me and we're going to ask Mia her opinion, I'm going to do a little preface of where I am at. And then we're going to ask her the 10 million questions about Lavette. If you guys are like me, you're freaking tired about the dating apps. You don't like the dating apps. And there's a lot of burning, heartache, headache, time-consuming, la, 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 la. I actually uh, met someone back in June on Bumble. I decided to give Bumble a whirl. So this is the little preface, just so we, we understand where I am at, okay, Mia? Um, and I had not been in a relationship for years because I was married for 14 years. My husband died. Long story. It's all there in the first season of the podcast. I started the podcast and I had one long-term relationship. I was dating someone for over a year and the guy turned out to be a complete asshole disaster. He cheated on me on my birthday, if you can believe that. <laughs> on my birthday, he was uh, having dinner with some other woman. That's all in season one if you guys want to go back and listen. So fast forward two years later, needless to say, I was very gun shy about saying that I was in a relationship with someone, right? So back in June, I decided Lavette didn't exist. So I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm crazy freaking busy like most of us successful girls are. I'm going to give Bumble a whirl. So I gave Bumble a whirl. I meet this guy and that's going to be my first question for you, Mia. I'm going to start the tough one. And he calls me and he told me he had left a 23-year-old marriage. He was separated for a year, but he was still married. And I, I asked him the question. I said, are you sure you're ready for a new relationship? 
And he was very, very firm. And he told me, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready for a relationship. So before I continue my story, that's a question for Lavette. How, because I know you guys do background checks on people. You vet everybody, which I love that. It's a private club. But if a guy tells you, I'm married, but I'm, I, I'm still married, but I'm separated, would you allow them in the club? That's a really good question, right? Because, you know, especially these days where there are so many different gray areas around not just married and separated, but people in open relationships, people in open marriages. And, you know, at Levette, we're not, we don't have like any rules against how people want to create their relationships, but we have this rule around honesty, right? Right. And so, listen, in this world where it comes to, are they telling the truth? Is it a half lie? I know it's a really hard thing to navigate because we have a culture we create a culture of encouraging people to tell the truth. And if you get caught in a lie, you get thrown out. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> um, it. We want to protect people by, obviously, we yeah. have like the hard vetting, like you mentioned, where we will look to catch people out in any big lies. Mm-hmm. We already have turned away people because we found they had, uh, you know, stalking charges against their ex-girlfriends or this or that. Like we oh, my God. At that level. But yeah, if someone comes in, they're like, listen, I'm married, I'm separated, I'm entering the dating scene again, mm-hmm. they are able to come. But of course, like, here's the thing. They yeah. have to be honest about it. Right? Yeah. They can't go and say, oh, well, I've never been married. I'm not <laughs> married. Like, it, and then it's up to someone like you. Like, you are obviously a self-aware uh, woman who has experience. You then have to weigh up in your heart. Like, well, you've been through a divorce. You know, well, you've been through widowing, yeah. which is even harder. Yeah. You know, the process of mourning the end of a relationship. You have to weigh up and go, well, even if he feels like he's ready, am I willing to go on the journey with him of, the last bit of process right. of course. You have and to sign up for that. You have it, to sign up for him going through the final bit of the court process and this. So, exactly. You know, it's a journey. That. And that's the that's the tough one because you can do background checks on people. And I I, def, I think that's a fantastic idea because that weeds out a lot of bad crap. In my case, so I started dating this guy and one so day... <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, this is the story. Everybody's asking me because the whole summer I kept saying, my man, my man, my man. And now it's like, what the fuck is going on, Catherine? So I started dating this guy and sure enough, when I met him, I felt he was very firm, like very sure of what he wanted. He would look me in the eyes and, and tell me I'm ready for this. And one the date turned into two, into three, into six, into 10, into 15 Weeks turned into months, right? So I'm like, wow, this is going great. He was very convincing of his conviction of wanting to be in a relationship. So he would look at me in the eyes and say, we are in a relationship. We are in a monogamous relationship. I am monogamous. And sure enough, and that's another question that a lot of people send that I can ask your opinion. I think when I date, I know women are very emotional, right? I want a guy six foot tall and I want a guy who is whatever, Sagittarius, la, la, la. The way I do it, I think you have to check some boxes as much as your heart has to be in it. And of course, chemistry for me is top, top, top of my list, but we're adults. So I think you have to say like, do we like the same things? Yes. Do we have the same lifestyle, right? Yes. Uh, do we have the same goals, the same energy, right? Do you agree, Mia, that these things oh, are important? Absolutely. And I think you, and this this maturing is, you know, in Levet, we talk about this idea of intentional dating, right? And the difference is like, you know, you're in your 20s. When you date, you're just like, oh, 
yeah, I'm kind of attracted <laughs> to this person. And then suddenly you're dating them for two years. As yeah. you actually become wiser, you go, no, hang on. And we call it, we call it in Levet the three H's. My co-founder, Lauren Zander, she's a, a coach who built a, you know, a big coaching company. And she taught this method for, to thousands of single people. She calls it the three H's, which are the head, the heart, and the hoo-ha. Love and it. three voices. There you the, go. The, yeah. And because like, like yeah. you said, all of these things need to line up to make sense, right? Like, yes, yes you want that hoo-ha. You want the sexual chemistry. Yes. You want the attraction. You want the passion. You want the heart, which is safety, trust, care, all <laughs> the beautiful, like, feelings of being in love. But where I think I would suspect people like you and I maybe tend to, like, cop out a little or compromise is the head, which is, like, what actually makes sense on paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> kicks you in the ass I know. And the, the, the line, hardest right? one is the head, and this the is head. why the end of the story is like such a disappointment because in this situation, I'm like, okay, I met my match. This is a power couple in the making because everything lined up. You know when everything, the famous too good to be true? We have the same energy. We're both workaholics. We're both ambitious. We're both, we're both, we love sex and our chemistry was fantastic and everything matched then we start being a part of each other's lives and doing things that we both love doing and making plans la 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 so i don't know if you ever have that on the back of your head you're like too good to be true too good to be true i was like that but this guy was so reassuring and i love type a personality man because i don't like people that don't know ah, you know don't know what they want and he would literally look me in the eyes and say that's i i like you i'm happy with the woman i'm dating so it kept making me feel like okay this is good i finally after all these years i made the right choice now next question before the end of the story everybody's like no 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 i know i'm like come on yeah, months into it I found out he was still on Bumble. Now, we weren't casually dating. We were dating, dating. And remember, guys and girls, he was the one that kept using this phrase to me. We are in a relationship. We are in each other's lives. We are spending weekends together. He's a big coming into my life, my home, bonding with me, bonding with my dog. I'm going into his house for the weekends. You know, we're making plans for the future. He was very solid about making plans. And I love that because I don't think dating should be a guessing game, right? Does he want to see me? Now, what is your opinion? If you're dating for a few weeks and you find out the person is still on dating apps, whatever. But if you months into it, like two months into it, and I was a little sad because I thought it was disrespectful. Mm. What is your opinion on that? I mean, oh, for sure. And like, first of all, like, I'm sorry it happened because it is so disappointing when you're excited about somebody and you've, you've given them your energy, you've shown up and right. really put them first. And then you're finding out that their behavior doesn't match their words. It's such a disappointing experience. And I just want to honor that for a second. Yeah. And then I'd say that, you know, one of the ways I, because listen, everyone, a lot of people have experienced this. It's unfortunately grossly common. The only way really around this is very clear, open communication. And one of the yeah. things I designed when I was dating, which helped me fix this because you know, when you're transitioning from like casually dating into like a serious relationship, it is this kind of weird period and like mm -hmm. no one quite knows how to ask or what they're doing. So you say this, this here, that here, yeah. I actually sit down with whoever I'm with and if I like them, I say them within the first few weeks, I go, Hey, like there's something really special about you. 
like I'm really struck by you and I would like to explore this without the interference of other people's energy. So I would like to make a proposition. For the next three weeks or four weeks, I'd like to go into a monogamous container with you from this date until this date. And we treat it like an experiment. And what I commit to is like during that time, I won't talk to other men. I won't date other men. You won't date other women. But it's for just a period of time. And let's just go all in and like see what it's like to be together. And then on this date, we can come back together and have a chat. Like, did it work? Did it not? Do we want to keep going? Do we want to open it back up? And this way, what I find is that like, you have the ability to dive into something a little bit more sincere, but you're doing it together. You're doing it intentionally, but without it being like, now we're together forever yeah. and ever. But and what I find is when you do yeah. that, you start to design your relationship. So at the end of that three weeks, you mm -hmm. come back together and you can make a decision. Yeah. And at that point, if you guys like each other, then the decision becomes, hey, shall we stay actually monogamous? At which point, if you found him on Bumble, he's cheating. Interesting. If you talked well, about it, it was agreed. Interestingly you know, like, really enough. Yeah, but th that's the funny part, okay? Interestingly enough, like you said, we didn't have to have this conversation because it started flowing organically. Like when we were dating, 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 and he would plan the week and plan the week and, and da, da, da. He would actually look at me and say, I want to be with you. You're my girl. But that's how, he, but that's how in yeah. his head he gets around it. I he know. gets around it by saying to himself, yeah. he's like, oh, we were just hanging out. And like, I was really enjoying time. But I never, I never actually promised her. No, he did. But that's, but, but that's how different in this case is, Mia. Listen to this. So when he told me, yes, I'm still on Bumble, this is what he said. He said, you need to remember, I was married for 23 years. It's good for my ego. It's just for my ego. I am not going out with anybody else. I am not dating anybody else. I like you. Let's communicate about it. I only want to be with you. So I believed him again because mm. he would literally, you know, it was a different case. Of, and he, he actually said to me, said, I'm not cheating on you. I'm not going out with anybody else. I like what we have. So, wow. So he really, so that, that, yes. that point, you are having a conversation. Exactly. So point, we were, like you said, we were communicating. make him get off Bumble? We, no. So that's the thing. So the first time we had this conversation, he, we were at his home. He looked at me and said, I'll take, I'll get out of Bumble if you want. And then I said, no, I don't think you should do it for me. I think you need to get out when it's ready for you because you think we are worth it. I don't want anybody, to, it's just not my personality to pressure anybody into do. When I got out of Bumble, I told him, I was very clear because we were having such an amazing, phenomenal time on every level. I was happy to do it for him and for us. So I, I sent him a message. I said, you know, by the way, I deleted the app because I wanted him to know that I am loyal and that I am proud that he's in my life, you know? But, but you created safety for him. Yes. He not but, but he did not create safety for you. And I understand that you want to give him freedom, but I don't think that's acceptable. I think if you are, if you are a high value woman like you are and you are willing yeah. to create safety for him, if he's not really willing to meet you there, I don't know if yeah. that's a fair thing to put up with. And I you I freedom, now looking but back, doesn't seem respectful. Not, yeah, exactly. I thought he, he was being completely disrespectful. And more than that, I think he was taking for granted this beautiful, amazing relationship that we were building up. And I was giving time out of my schedule putting time into this relationship. And I think it's a huge privilege because we are crazy busy women, right? And he knows how crazy busy I am. And I was taking time out of my life to give it to him. And instead of appreciating that, 
he started looking at it. Now I know, but at the time I didn't know. Like, how? This girl is really into me. Oh my God, maybe she's falling really hard for me. And instead of saying, wow, you know, this girl, I put 100% energy into everything I do. I don't like doing anything half-assed. But the guy misread it. And instead of talking to me about it, this is what was building up in, in his head. Escalating the Bumble situation, before we, 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 we finish the story and talk about Lavette, as I find out he's still on Bumble, la, 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 one of my friends matches him. We're sitting here on a Sunday. He just left my place Sunday morning to go do his stuff. My One of my best friends that doesn't live in Beverly Hills comes here and she's like, you know, joking around. Ah, let me see the guys in Beverly Hills. Maybe I find a nice guy like you found a nice guy. And his profile comes, Mia. And my heart sank. I felt humiliated. I was so embarrassed. Can you imagine that? That, that really hurts. Yeah. Ow. I was like, ouch. And I had to tell my friend, I'm like, this is the guy. And she's like, this is the guy you're dating for all these months? This is the guy you go to his house? This is the guy you're on? And, and my friend is like, get the hell out of this relationship. This guy doesn't respect you. What the hell? And I, and I told him the story that he matched my friend. And again, Mia, he kept saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, no, my profile is out there, but I'm not looking. I'm not doing anything. I'm with you. You're my girl. I'm happy. He kept reassuring me. And I kept feeling in my gut, I have to believe this guy. This guy's different from the other Bumble guys. This guy's not the player. <laughs> so I kept moving forward in this situation, if you can believe that. But I mean, I guess we all know the answer, right? You're dating somebody for months and one of your friends, I would never have put him in, in this situation, right? And so, and so then what played out? Yeah, so everybody, I, I wish you guys saw Mia's face now. She's like, she's feeling sorry for me. I just, I'm just laughing because I, this, I this is such a good reminder that yeah. really smart, attractive, powerful woman, can, we can talk ourselves into believing all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. And that it's actually really important for us to understand this and have compassion for ourselves. Because yeah. It happens so often. It's because we believe in love. Or we want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And it's why we have to build in rules for ourselves and have really great rules for dating and let the yeah. head rule sometimes, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm looking at you and I'm like, how could you believe this guy? Like, how yeah, could because you like I said, this guy <laughs> was so firm. He literally would make eye contact. It's being a narcissist. You know, being delusional. I guess you're right. But like, yeah, and he was such a <laughs> big part of my life. So I kept saying to me and to all my friends that I'm like, no. And my friends that met him, they said, that, oh, he seems so nice. You guys look so amazing together. You know, this couple that everybody looks at, we used to laugh about it. Like we were walking around Las Vegas when he went with me on a business trip and everybody's staring at me and him like, oh, they're so hot. And we would like that, you know, the energy that we passed on. So I kept believing that we're living this thing together. So what happens is moving on and on and on and we're dating, 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 dating. And eventually, almost four months into it, I cutting the story really short, I realized he was changing a little bit. He was very stressed out. It was in the middle of the Jewish holidays and he was having all kinds of family issues. So again, my gut, I'm saying it's all the stress with the family. It's all, so 
I'm his girl. I need to be patient. I need to be a rock for him. I need to be there for him. And one day, like two days after he was here, we had a great weekend. We talk about all this shit. Talk, 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 communicate, communicate, communicate. He calls me in the middle of the day and like, I want to stop everything. Never mind. Forget everything we were doing. Forget everything we were living. And I was like, you know, like, uh, what? <laughs> are you the guy I'm dating? Who are you? <laughs> like out of the blue, he changed his personnel, like snapped. He was a completely different man. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know this guy. I started questioning myself. Like you said, that because I am an intelligent woman, you know, I'm hardworking, I'm successful. I started questioning my judgment. Like, who is this person that I've been with all of these months? Because he seemed to have such a strong pattern of behavior that he wouldn't, you know, I'm like, is he really the bumble cliche that we say, you know, the dating app cliche that I love? I'm, I'm stealing your expression. Uh, dating apps turn people into fa the fa fast food, right? Yes. You know, well, I mean, first of all, yeah, I'm sorry. That that experience <laughs> is, it is the cliche. Yeah. It's the cliche yeah. of the hope and the excitement and then the total disappointment yeah. that comes with this behavior. And also just like the way, the way people treat each other now where they are dishonest and then they suddenly change tunes and then they just disappear because they don't yeah. have to be accountable anymore. Right. Right. And because people don't have to be accountable, they start to behave in all kinds of really bizarre and unhealthy ways. Yeah. And you know, like so many men and women end up in the situation you're in now, which is feeling super discouraged. And, and now it's like, you want to jump on Bumble again and try again. And it's like, there you it's go. hard not to go in there feeling really suspicious or exactly. angry. Exactly. Pessimistic. One, but that's why I decided to put the story together before we talk about La Vette, because I wanted people, because I know there are thousands of girls out there like me. I get messages every single day from girls and men. You, you meet someone on these dating apps and I know background checks cannot, they would, the background check would not have protected me from the situation because if somebody looks you in the eyes and tells you the same thing over and over and over again, you want to believe the person you're with. I know, but I feel like you said that these dating apps, what is the cliche? It's literally like ordering pizza on DoorDash. And that's what I think happened in my case. These guys, I, I want to find the one. So maybe he found the potential, the one, because we checked all these phenomenal boxes. We are rock and rolling and moving and shaking and doing all these phenomenal things together. Our sex is out of this world great. I'm sure it's the best sex he ever had in his life after being married for 23 years. I'll give myself that. <laughs> but the bumble, he, you know, it's, it's a temptation, right? That a lot well, you know, of people you know, can resist. There's a really interesting study that helps explain this because... It's called the paradox of choice. There's a psychological concept, which is like, listen, human beings want to make a choice. Uh, they want to have options, right? Mm -hmm. But what they found is that like humans want like more than three to five choices. Like three to five choices is the minimum they want to feel happy. So if you have less than that, if you only have like choosing out of one or two things, that feels like oh, I didn't really have a choice. But once you go over like 13, 14, 15, 16 choices, hmm. imagine being in the supermarket and you're choosing toothpaste and there's 
18 different toothpastes. Right. You're trying to choose like, which is the best toothpaste? I can't tell. Whereas if you choose out of eight toothpastes, you're like that one and you feel really good. But what they found is once there's a lot of different options, your brain starts to go, I don't know if I made the right choice. Did I make <laughs> exactly. the right choice? Was there a better one? Should I go back? Should I go check the other one? And this is what happens with dating. You go on and there's hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. So even when you find somebody amazing, some part of your brain is exactly. like, oh, but are they the best? Are they the most amazing, the most compatible? There you go. And it can lure you back into that swiping, yeah. even if you've met someone you like, because some part of your brain feels like, paralyzed by the choice or stuck in this feeling of like i don't know if i've made the right one no so one that can be very true and i but i'd also say to you like i while that is true a man or a woman who really knows who they are and really knows what they want are intentionally looking for and creating it will not behave the way this man did no i agree because like and that's the setting like you're saying toothpaste and i'm saying pizza that's the sad thing of the, of course the dating like apps being a product right? yeah the exactly it's transforming like exactly <laughs> and i was actually saying to one of my friends my best friend in the world is a guy and we've known each other for over 20 years and he's very powerful gazillionaire very loyal he's been dating the same girl for finally thank god for six months and he said this to me remember when there were no dating apps nothing we would meet somebody at a bar right or at a restaurant whatever you would give that person your attention now nobody even does that anymore like you said they're like oh my god this one maybe this one maybe this one so even when you find one that like the diamond in the sand right because this dating apps is like literally like you said, they still don't appreciate it. And it, it makes me sad because I know it happens to men, because, like 50-year-old men, 60-year-old men, they become these fucking players. Like you're 19 again. Like you're ghosting or you tell a girl that you want to... I, I have girlfriends, it happens all the time. They, they whine and dine them, take them away for the weekend. And then, so, sorry, I curse a lot. <laughs> yeah. Then once they fuck them, they're like, oh, okay, on to the next. Like, seriously, what kind of behavior is that, right? It's just so disappointing and childish in many ways, right? It's very, I mean, it's very childish. And, and again, like the whole reason I built this platform, like I, I got divorced and came out of a marriage and went into the dating world. And, and I had the same experience as you of being like, wow, like the systems that exist now encourage very immature behaviors. Mm -hmm. It encourages very antisocial behaviors. Yeah. The ghost, ghosting, catfishing, the lying. Yeah. And remember, you know, not just that, there are dangerous behaviors too. $560 million was lost in America to dating scams last year. Alone, oh my right? God. So, you know, we don't even have to talk about the Tinder swindler. Yeah. With these men, yeah. They lie to them and then they steal their money too. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, I know that's <laughs> like, a whole other really sick stuff. going. Yeah. On, we okay? have to do a whole other show about that. I know. Jesus. It's, it's, and so like really, <laughs> and we saw that with the Tinder swindler, which came out. In Netflix, yeah. And you see, yeah. Like, the world has become pretty weird and the systems, the dating apps, the dating sites, they, they are built in a way that unfortunately encourages these behaviors. It makes it possible. Yeah. But well, I would like, also say like for, you know, like the, the, the positive flip side is I very much have seen that lots of people really want happy, high quality relationships. I agree. There's a certain group of people and these people are like you, they're coherent, they're successful, they're attractive, yeah. they have options and they're sick of it. They're like, I'm sick of totally. dealing with the bullshit of the apps. Right. Yeah. And there totally. are enough of these people now that, I mean, that we yeah. decide like, 
They want intentional relationships. Yes. They want to be with people who aren't messing around. Yeah. They want to be with people who can tell the truth, who know what they want. There's enough people now who are yeah. sick of the systems. Totally. That we're like, let's, let's go build our own bloody world. Yes. <laughs> one million percent. And, and I am definitely one of these people. When I meet someone, finally, because of course I went on a million dates, right? In two and a half years before I met this guy. But I finally meet one. I'm like, okay, this is the, if I made this decision, this is the person I want to date. I canalize all of my energy into this, like anything I do in my life. If I'm going to work on this project, I want to make this project work. If this is my man, if this is the guy I'm sleeping with, if this is the guy I'm sharing my life with now, okay, let's go for it. You know, so I put all my energy into it. I would never be like, eh, maybe this guy's hotter. And, you know, oh, yeah, I get this message on Instagram. You know, I, I just don't do that to people. So I don't even understand somebody else doing that. But like you said, unfortunately, that's a huge negative of the dating apps. To be fair, I think the positive of the dating apps that a lot of people say, it gives us options to meet somebody that we otherwise wouldn't meet. I agree, but I think the negative, yeah, the negatives, at least for me, outweigh so much the positives because it's crazy time consuming. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. And like you said, if we are successful, if you're a high quality individual as we are, right, you have all these qualities going on. We're freaking hot we are fabulous, we're kicking ass, we work, we're not looking for a sugar daddy, right? We're not looking for a quick sex. We want the whole package. I mean, we have to do our own vetting on these dating apps. And if you talk to women and men, but like talk to people who are in a similar position to, to like you, they they do have very intense vetting systems. Everybody ends up developing their own whole system. Like after this experience with this guy, I, I'm very sure that you will have a type of red flag monitoring, right? Like from now on, a million percent. if you smell anything like that, you'll be like, no, right? So you develop, you oh, learn yeah. by trial and error, but yeah. it's painful to do that it's, on your own. It, yeah, the sad thing is like, so when he made this phone call, and of course it took it took all these weeks for, you know, the my my brain to process. Because one minute I have this fabulous guy and we're living this amazing relationship. The next minute is like, who the hell are you? You know, like three minute phone call. Bye. Okay, whatever. As much as I was very disappointed in him and the situation, super sad. I wanted to prove my best friend wrong. You know, I wanted him to prove everybody wrong. I wanted so badly for him to be the real deal. I wanted so badly for him to be that man that that did all this that that threw me against the wall that planned amazing dates that threw me on the back of his bike and like i know what i want this is my girl i wanted so badly for all of that to be true that the disappointment i think was more on me than on him because i'm like catherine where's your like what did i miss why did i misjudge this so much you know did I see a guy that didn't exist? That's the problem. I put the, 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 the guilt on myself, you know, that I was with someone that obviously wasn't there, doesn't exist. You know, that's the tough part too. And this thing is dating will make us face our own patterns, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of, why it's one of the most amazing opportunities for us to heal and learn about ourselves. Yes. Because wherever our blind spots are, whatever yeah. 
we are replicating from our past or whatever we still have to heal will come up, right? Yeah. You're will you like you we're willing to overlook certain things. And by the way, a classic red flag, <laughs> anybody who's listening to this, if you ever have to constantly defend or justify the person you're dating to your friends, yeah. don't. It's over. <laughs> yeah, because we do I agree. And yeah. we, we want to believe in them, but it's such a red flag because essentially we don't want to see what they're seeing. Yeah. You know, your friends can see it yeah. and you're like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 because yeah. we want to believe in love, right? But, a million you know, percent. It's not your yeah. fault. What it is, is an opportunity. Yeah. Every time we have these experiences, it's an opportunity to be smarter. It's an yeah. opportunity to understand ourselves better. And the next time you go dating, yeah. you will date much smarter than before. I hope so. My my guy friend, he told me when I called him and I, I, I was crying and I went over to his house and I said, I said, you were right. Oh my God, this guy turned out to be a flake, I guess. You know, a bumble cliche. I'm so sad. Where's my guy? And he said, Kat, this guy... You can t- say that on a podcast. He's the stealth. You know the stealth of dating? <laughs> the stealth is like, he doesn't want to be a player. He's not the, the typical dating app player. He thinks he's above the player because he's a high caliber date. So he thinks, I want a relationship. I'm the good guy. I'm the nice guy. So his stealth is his way into your life. He's the man of the house. He's making plans. He's making dates. Like, you know, very self-assuring. So you start believing in him more and more and more and more. But, you know, and then once he stealth his way in, what happens? This explodes in your face. It's a tough one to figure out. And I want to end the subject because I want to talk about Lavette. So now, okay, heartbreak didn't work out, uh, cry if you have to, pick up the pieces, pick up your ego. What do you do? Like you went through divorce. Do you, I, I'll tell you what I do really quickly, but I, that's a question I get a lot. How do you recover before you jump back on the horse and go back to the dating game? Because I'm an eternal believer in love. So I tell people, no matter how hurt you've been, no matter what the hell happens to you, don't give up finding love don't give up finding the right person for you so what i do girls that ask me that i cried i drank a bottle of wine with my friend i felt like shit for a few days i canalize the negative negativity towards me i'm like you know what i'm gonna work out even harder i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go back to taking boxing classes dancing classes i'm gonna wear my most fabulous outfit all the hot boots that I had bought for this guy. I'm going to look even more phenomenal. So every morning when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, damn, you're fabulous inside and out. And maybe uh, I, I lose some weight if you have to lose weight. I lost freaking six pounds in two weeks, which is not that great, right? Because it's not that healthy, but whatever. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm hot as hell. Do you have any suggestions for people that have been through this, the disappointment, the heartbreak and everything so they can get encouraged again? Absolutely. And because like this navigating heartbreak well, again, is one of the greatest opportunities you'll ever have for yourself to heal and to come into the, the next round of love and dating even better and wiser and stronger. The way I do it, like I think what you were taking on there is like, yeah, like, Obviously, tapping into things that make you happy and lift your self-esteem is really important. But I would also say, like, the mistake I do see people make over and over again is that they they don't look at themselves in this moment. And they think that, okay, well, it was that person, and I'm going to find the next person. 
what I have learned in life, and especially we work, a lot of the experts who teach in Levette help teach this, is that like often when we're seeking love, we don't know it, we don't mean to, but we are unconsciously seeking familiar love. And so whatever it was we learned, whether it was our first relationships or watching our parents, we often had bad first experiences or bad role models of love. And we don't mean to, but we unconsciously replicate that. Mm-hmm. And so when you go through a breakup, it's actually an amazing time to stop and, and like do a full relationship audit yeah. and ask yourself like, huh, like what are some of the recurring experiences I'm having? And why do I keep having, like for me, yeah. I kept dating a certain kind of man yeah. who just really wasn't the right person for me. But, but I right. dated the same type of, type of person over and over again, even though I kept promising myself I wouldn't. <laughs> and only when I really sat down and I worked with a coach about this and I really got honest about like what was causing it, what did I believe? And I healed that. The next person I met, who's my, my current partner, who's amazing, was a totally oh, different cool. type of person. Uh, where did you meet him? Sorry? Where did you meet? So I met him at a event that I host over in Jordan. Oh, so cool. We were in wow. a, an experience together for a few days. Awesome. But he was like someone I would never have even looked at looked him. At, like, yeah. I wouldn't have even thought he was a yeah. candidate for dating uh. because he's young. He's just getting, well, he's not that young, but he was younger and he's getting well, established. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to see him, even though he's, <gasps> I believe, the most phenomenal man that fucking exists on this planet. Oh, my God. Because yeah. of my bad training, I would have filtered him out. Yeah, so if you're going you. through a breakup, even though it's super, super, super painful, it's an amazing moment to ask yourself like, okay, yeah. if I never want to end up here again, if I never want to date the wrong person again, how can I start working on myself, whether it's a coach or therapy, how yeah. can I work on myself to understand yeah. why I end up with these people <laughs> and how yeah. do I pick them again? <laughs> well, in my case, this guy was not the typical guy I ever would have dated. <laughs> I would say but, I agree. Yeah, but well, you, you're a yeah. smart woman. Yes. You are a I smart like woman. I like to believe I, I am. I you, if uh, any yeah, of yeah. your friends had come to you and said to you, oh, I'm dating this guy and he's yeah. on Bubble, but it's just for his ego and blah, 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 blah. I you would have kicked their ass. I would. I would. Like, would don't have. accept it. We deserve better. Okay, now I'm going to take a two-minute break for my lovely sponsors. I'm going to come back with Mia. Let's figure out what Lavette is because I went in there. I snooped around. I put a bunch of videos. I am crazy excited. So, okay, moving on. No matter what happens, girls, move on. Look your most fabulous self. I am begging you. No man on the planet is worthy of you feeling like shit. Don't sit on the couch eating bonbons. Go for a run, go for a walk, put red lipstick on, a red dress, and and go rock and roll, right, Mia? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) We'll be right back. This episode of Cat on the Loose is sponsored by a partner that I had on Instagram for a couple of years now, and I absolutely love them, and I really think you guys should check it out. If you have crazy busy lives, as I do, you're always on the go. Not every day we have time to sit down, proper nutrition, La, 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 la. Many times I, I just drink a juice, whatever. Always on the run. Vivo is a health and wellness app. It's a you-centered wellness platform, basically. It's uh, a little stick and you can pee on it at home and you scan it to the app and it tells you a lot about your body. Like, for example, if you're a little dehydrated and you need to drink more water, it will tell you. Or if you need a little more vitamin C or D in your diet, it will tell you. So it's a great, easy, fantastic way 
to keep your health in check in the comfort of your own home. Guys, check it out. It's Vivo, V-I-V-O-O, app, A-P-P. I love it. Also, Edge Sports. They've been with me from the very beginning. They are such great, amazing supporters of this podcast. Thank you so much. They are the top sports brand on so many categories on Amazon Prime. They are growing. I love their work so much. They just sent me this gorgeous workout pink t-shirt in honor of Pink October. I, If you guys love sports as much as I do, I highly recommend it. Go check it out on Amazon Prime. Edge Sports, where the edge win the game. <laughs> I also want to thank Rainbow Shops for sending me a super gorgeous, adorable red dress that I'm wearing today. Red is definitely one of my favorite colors. It makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel confident. It makes me feel sexy. And Rainbow Shops is proof that you don't need to spend a fortune to look great. Amazing, affordable styles at prices that anybody can afford. Like this great dress that they sent me is under 30 bucks. You guys can go see it on my Instagram. I'm going to post it all over the place. It's super cute, super comfortable. And it takes me from a busy work day straight into happy hour, which is absolutely what I love. Thank you so much, Rainbow Shops. Girly a la mode is fashion and style for every girl in the world, regardless of age, race, cultural background, size. It's created to empower women to look great because when you look great, you feel great. Guys, check out now the Back to Basics collection, which really is what it says. Basic, basic pieces for everyday life. Adorable tank tops, leggings, t-shirts with empowering messages that take you from running errands to the gym, stay home, casual movies, super cute, adorable, affordable fashion, girlyalamode.com. Okay, I'm back with Mia. Hi, Mia. <laughs> this is a very intense one, right? A lot of, a lot of information. So now here we are, uh, looking extra fabulous. By the way, did you ever hear this phrase? I love it. I heard a while ago. I got to share it with you guys because every time this happens to me, I remember that. The best X, the only good X is exercise. So you look even sexier for the next man and you will have even better sex. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> It's a new one for me. I love that. So girls, go exercise. Don't, don't sit on the couch crying. Nobody deserves that. Okay, here comes Lavette. We're tired of the dating apps. We have no time for the bullshit. Oh, sorry, dating apps. You come up with Lavette. Can you explain to people that have not seen it, how it works, what it is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Lavette was built as a very deliberate, conscious response to what we've been talking about, all the bad, painful aspects of the dating apps. So the, the key things to know about it are that we vet and it's 100% video. And what happens is like every single human who wants to join LeVette goes through a kind of like a, a onboarding process where you make your videos and you apply for your background check. And that way my team actually goes through and hand vets every single profile. And what this does is like, to your point, is it creates a barrier to entry because even if you are, like, say the guy that you dated who ended up, you know, I think really dishonoring the effort you were putting in, 
the chances are, if he was kind of a bit sneaky and he kind of was playing the field in the background, he wouldn't sign up for this platform because he knows he we have eyes on him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he knows okay, his accountability. So how, okay, so let's, uh, in practice, it sounds amazing. So, I, and I looked in there, guys, it's phenomenal. By the way, congratulations. I know you got like uh, an initial phenomenal funding and it looks super classy. It's totally up my league very fabulous. So you go in there and the first thing the person has to do, you do a background check, period, right? I love that. So guys, it's serious because the minute you open the door to Lavette, you have to put your name, your social security, your date of birth, like no bullshit. In my eyes, that already weeds out, like you said, the criminals, the shadies, the a-holes. It, it, it weeds out anybody yeah. who is using the apps, like you yeah. said, for, for their egos, for this. Everyone who comes into the system is a smart, coherent person uh-huh. who is done with the apps. They're all like, yeah. take me out of here. But so it's Mia, the same kind of person as us, which is a really good feeling. I love it. Okay, but let's say, okay, I did the background check. After that, do you still vet the people yourself or everybody that passes the background check can be in there? No, we watch everybody's video profiles. Ah, so that's the other part of it. My okay. team actually goes through and listens to the videos. Okay. And they actually check to see, like, what is this person saying? Yeah. How do we feel about them? Okay. It's very important to us that, you know, Levet is a community of people. Yeah. It's a community of, of values-aligned, self-aware singles. Uh-huh. And so we want to make sure that if, you know, if we have this amazing social club inside <laughs> where you're meeting people, you're jumping on video, you're learning together... It's so important that you trust that the people you yeah. meet there are going to be coherent. Yes. So we put a lot of time, effort, and money yes. into vetting people, so we can make sure that our members are safe and okay. are and are like great people. You yeah, know? <laughs> like us. <laughs> so we are a freaking diamond. We're a prize, people. Hello. <laughs> so okay, I passed the background check, and yes, that's another. The next thing I want to say, it's very time consuming. Because I was testing it this week because I wanted to be able to talk about it. And and so you guys have to, we have to do many videos. And I love that. It's super organized. So they're like, okay, you need to do a lifestyle video about your lifestyle. You need to do a video about your work. You need to do a video about your family. So you literally need to spend time building this up, which also I love because most people are crazy busy like me. Most days I don't have time to eat or wash my hair. So if you are going to spend a few hours uh, putting thought into these videos, it requires commitment, right, Mia? Yeah, and I think what I always say to people is like, all the other dating systems you can sign up for in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. The whole point of having a platform where people spend time, where they care, they answer the questions... The idea is to create a community of people who actually care and Mm -hmm. are willing to put time in. And also, by the way, like one of the things I love about the videos is that the videos can be anywhere between like 60 seconds to a few minutes, whatever you want. But everyone has to answer the same questions, which is what do you love about this area of your life? But we also ask, as you will know, what sucks about this area of your life and what do you want? And the reason why we ask people to share what sucks is that we found that with dating, people lie. They just have a highlight reel. Everyone feels like they have to make their life seem way, way, way cooler than it is. Whereas what we found is what actually can connect people is sharing some things that are a little bit more vulnerable. Like It's amazing watching the videos of Levet members where they share things like, you know, like what sucks about your family life. And someone can share like, well, you know, 
it was really hard. My father, my father passed away last year, or, you know, like I have a, a sister who has cancer or, and people share what they're struggling with. And actually when you're building a relationship, you want to know these things about each other. And so we wanted to create a policy where we're like, the members in our club will share not just what's amazing, but are also willing to share the truth about themselves. And we build that in from the very beginning so that the quality and the sincerity of the relationships you build right from the beginning feel more human and more real than this like ridiculous razzle-dazzle highlight reel shit we put on dating apps. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely love that. So, okay, once we, you pass the background check, once you are approved by your staff, then how does it work in there? Like, how do you guys, do you match, do you tell is it like there's no swiping, nothing like there's that? Many ways. Yeah, right. Okay, so, so how do you match a girl with a guy? How does that work? Or the, does multiple, the person there's multiple ways? Okay. There's multiple ways. And the, the the most important way to think about it to start with is think about it more like a social club. So so where I met my partner is a it's a community of people. People sign up, they apply, and then they fly to come be part of something, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like a vetted community of people socializing. I've run that event for a long, long time. And so many marriages, relationships have come out of it. It's one of the reasons that I was inspired to build Levette. So we decided, like like you said, you used to meet people at bars or at work. Yeah. Or they were friends of friends. You would meet people in a social context, which made it way more fun. You yes. had to flirt with each other. And so, so Levette is a social club. And how you meet people is like this. We do give you the, the traditional suggestions like a dating app would. So we'll give you suggestions like, oh, here's a member we think you'll like based mm -hmm. on the preferences, right? So you can have those introductions, but there's also a bunch of social ways. So we have a community connect board where people answer things you can explore through there. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, we have live virtual experiences. So we have six beautiful virtual spaces. We have a virtual speakeasy bar. We have a virtual oh. playroom, a virtual uh, self-reflection salon, oh. like these amazing spaces where you can go into them. And as well as like learning resources, we have live experiences. So for instance, okay. In the playroom, we might do a workshop on sensuality and bring in an amazing sexologist to facilitate that. And everyone will jump in to this amazing space on camera. And so now you have a group of like 30, 40, 50 singles all learning together. And we break you off into groups. We get you talking. You can interact with each other. So you can actually go and meet each other in these spontaneous social experiences. Sounds so those run. And then we also have what we call like masterclasses, which are like mm -hmm. learning experiences. Um, and then in the world, you can go to the member gallery and uh -huh. actually browse. But the oh, cool thing okay. is remember this. There's no pictures, right? No pictures. Just videos. So, so only videos. So the very first impression you'll ever get of somebody is a three to five second yeah. video of them talking. So you see their name and you click on the video. And so you, you immediately get a sense for somebody's energy. Yeah. The very first interaction yes, you have with them. I love that. But how, how about geography? How does geography play into that? Because for example, another thing that I don't like about dating apps, yeah, people put geography, but many, many times when you're wasting your time there, the guys from out of town, the guys visiting, la, 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 la. Some people don't mind meeting their partner who lives somewhere else. I, in like in my case, and a lot of people, I want to meet somebody that lives in California, that lives in LA. I love LA. I love Beverly Hills. I love this area, you know? So I don't want to meet some guy that, that lives, whatever, in Denver or New York. How do you, do you divide that up or not? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as a starting uh, system, 
that's one of the first struggles we take. Like right now, we're focusing on New York, LA, and Chicago because building a critical mass in the city is Love that. Cool. That works for me. But, but we do say, like, we do, but it is open to everybody. And you okay. know, the thing about the thing about being a new system yeah. is that obviously it takes a while to build to get enough. Yeah, of course. So what I'm what I'm finding is that you know right now there is a little bit more flexibility around location. A lot of the people I know who are in there are are flexible about their dating locations. Um, but as we build and get more members, of course, how it works is that people will be given more and more focused. And you get to choose. You're like, listen, I'm willing to date in my city, in mm -hmm. my state, in my country. Oh, okay. You can choose yeah. what your levels are. But, you know, it, it, it's going to require us yeah. to get to enough, you know, tens of thousands of people mm -hmm. to, be able to, to be able to give you as many options as you want in your area. Got but it. that's what happens yeah. with every dating no, system. It just takes a while to build. Yeah. And I do think, that's my opinion, I think the idea is phenomenal. I think the system is fantastic. You guys ask many, many, many questions, which I love. Because, like you said, compatibility is not just like how tall is he, how short is she, how thin. Compatibility is like lifestyle goals uh, how money oriented are you energy levels it has to be a combination of all of these things and you guys ask all of these questions you got to talk about all of it and i absolutely love it so i really really think i i mean this is why i was so excited to have you here i have i just did my videos because you haven't launched it yet right we're gonna you're gonna launch on the 25th right that's correct yeah, yeah they're launched on the 25th but i already put my videos there I have an interview with the coach scheduled for Monday. So I'm super excited because I literally, I'm not just bullshitting. I really want to try this out because to me, finally, after doing the podcast for two and a half years, you can imagine I listen to every idea on the planet, dating apps, no disrespect to anyone. But finally, this is something breakthrough and innovative for seriously and we, we want to change it so like yeah. just for everyone listening we are the the mode we're launching in right now is called levette learn and because we are building our community we're inviting anyone who wants to come in at this point it is free and this is this yeah. is a limited time uh -huh. as we build our community once we have enough people close the doors it goes to being 555 dollars okay. for a three-month period you just so answered the next question subscription. Yeah. yeah this is a high-end yeah, subscription model yeah. um this is like we we're calling it the early access so if you are hearing this yeah this is your invitation you can come in come in uh -huh. for free now until we close those doors and we want to build the community uh -huh. we want to create something that can change the yeah. face of dating so people who care people who are passionate people who don't want yeah. to be stuck on tinder forever like this is your chance to come and help us make a change mm -hmm. if you come and come into our world, build a profile, participate. You'll be free for forever because you're a founding member. It's our thank you for saying build something new with us. Awesome. Nothing's going to change if people don't, you know, come and build it with us. Like we're going to get stuck in the, in the corporate consumer model of love forever. If totally. we don't uh, no, try yeah. to do something a bit different, you know? One million percent. And I love, love everything that you're saying. I love the words you use. It's, it's for people who are serious about what they want. It's not for like, you know, like we're saying fast food. For me, my entire life is about quality. I guess that's the French in me. In food, in people, in work, I don't like quantity of anything. For me, it's about having quality relationships, friendships, dates, sex, quality, quality, quality. And finally, it's a platform that is emphasizing that, right? Put in the work, do the videos, and be there if you are serious only. Right, Mia? 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, we, we really care about quality relationships. Like yeah. you'll see the teachers we bring into Levet, the people who, who are teaching and coaching our members, you know, these are, these are people who are helping us to be happier and healthier so we can have higher and higher quality experiences. And, you know, I, being in a situation like that with other singles who care is to your point, how you meet people who are on the same page. Mm-hmm. This is how you meet the other good people who want the same things as you. Is you, you have to go find and find the places where they are, right? So yeah. I'm really creating Levet as a place to be where those people come to meet and to learn and play. Yeah, because like really who has time, right? Who has time no, to exactly. go to bars every night? Who has the patience? But at least this club, and I like, think... It's like, everyone's I'd like over swiping through a thousand Ugh. people to find one good no, possibility. Yeah, no. It's exhausting. Obviously, like, needless to say, it. what happened to me, I finally thought, okay, I made the right choice. That's it. I met my match. He met his match. Power couple in the making. Everything is fabulous. All the boxes check. Let's go, let's go. And of course, I am major, major gun shy about going back to the dating apps. And honestly, I don't have the patience or the time. So I'm insanely excited about Lavette. And we got this question a lot, but you answered it. It is going to be an expensive platform, which is a great idea because that's what you want. You want serious people only. But if you guys want to try it out, Today, the next few days, I highly recommend it. Go to Lavette Social Club. That's the Insta and that's the website. Lavette with two T's. L-A-L-A-V-E-T-T-E Social Club. And they're allowing you to be in there and do all the videos for free, correct? Yeah, you can come in. And if, you, if you're accepted now, like I said, because we're building our community to say thank you for believing in us being mm-hmm. the first in the door as a founding member, you get for, you get to be in the club free forever. Mm-hmm. So in, you know, the next sort of like six to eight, eight weeks, as we close the doors and uh-huh. make it subscription, yeah. everybody else who comes in will have to oh, pay, awesome. but come and build this. This is like a wonderful opportunity to come be an early yeah. adopter and change love with us. Be yourself. And the website, the website you can go to is actually, it's levette.love, www.lavette.love. And you could read all about us there and you could apply from, from that portal. Now, um, before I let you go, uh, so you do the background check, the person passed the background check. Is there anything on top of your list? Like you said, after the background check, when you look at the person's videos, what would be a top reason that you would say, no, we don't want this person here? Oh my goodness. Uh, we have a <laughs> great question. Uh, what, we, what we are filtering for is self-awareness and integrity. How do you filter right? we're, we're, that? We're, we're, right. And, and the way you see this is that a lot of people like no, most people who do this process are amazing to get to the point where you're on video and you're applying a background check. Most of these people are amazing, but sometimes we get somebody who applies who is, you know, saying things that are just not tolerable. Anything that is abusive, anything that is, um, anything where we, we suspect that there is, you know, like we talk a lot about personality disorders, right? Like the idea, like if somebody doesn't seem mm-hmm. well, so if they're talking trash about their ex-partner. Oh yeah, that's abusive, a major if red flag. If there's, any, yeah. if there's any red flags for us around any type of abusiveness or mm-hmm. like something that we think would put our members in danger, mm-hmm. we're just aware of it. And yeah. like, we, you know, I say to my team all the time, like, even if we're not sure, we can always just jump on a call with that person and get some clarity. But there's a massive difference between being able to watch people on video and get a sense for them versus seeing a picture and a caption. We have a lot more ability to feel into 
if somebody is going to be a good, safe member of our community or not. And like I said, most of the people who come through mm-hmm. are just phenomenal because yeah. all the people who would lie or cheat or scam, they come to our page, they go, oh, this is way too much work. (laughs) And they go back to Hinge or Tinder or Bumble. (laughs) And all the people who are over those apps go, oh my gosh, finally, something better. (laughs) We shall see. Like I said, I am, you know, a little gun shy about dating because like I said, I waited a long time to actually use the word relationship as much as it was his choice to use it first, la, 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 whatever. I think life moves on. My opinion is we should always be in search of love and somebody that appreciates us, that is not going to take us for granted for a mature, fun, drama-free relationship. So maybe you're the angel that appeared in my life. I just might be. I would just tell you what, I would feel very proud of myself if I was able to find you a man who's truly worthy uh, of you. Thank if you. in Levit I could introduce you to someone worthy, I would be that would make me Maybe very, you very will. Happy. <laughs> I, I am honestly and guys, by the way, I I have started getting messages. Is she your new sponsor? No, she's not paying me. I invited her. She's my guest because I am this is an open conversation about all of these things. And I am always trying to figure out better, more efficient ways for us to date, to find love, to find a partner, to find the right person for us without pain and suffering in the process. So I am 1 million percent on board and I will come back and tell you guys how my experience is. Hopefully I will meet a person that is a good match for me, that will appreciate me and like me, but in general, it sounds like a phenomenal idea. Now, one more question. I know we're, we're already running out of time, but um, so after I did all the videos and I put my information there for the background check, you guys offered me to do like a little meeting call or something, which I schedule. What is that? Do you guys do that for everyone? Yeah. And just, yeah, so anyone who wants to apply, we have my, I have a team called the Levette Valets, and mm-hmm. they are people who work with us who are, they can help answer your questions. If you're struggling to figure out like what it is or how the videos work, you get to jump on a free call with us in mm-hmm. the Levet world and actually talk to a human being to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We know that our system is very, very different. It's, it's a new system. No one's seen anything like it. And so that call is there for you if you want to understand anything about how the system works or how to make your videos or what to mm-hmm. expect. So everyone gets that call for free as a consultation um, for whatever you need it for to make sure that you feel supported through the process. No, it's incredible, guys. It sounds like incredible fun. So go check it out before you have to pay. Let me know if you have any more questions for Mia and hopefully we'll bring her back in a future date. And it was such a pleasure, Mia. You're amazing. Congratulations. You're right on point. You're crazy talented. And I think you finally came up with something worthwhile. Well, thank, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for having me on this. Thanks, and thank you for sharing your story with me. And I know we're going to have a fabulous weekend because we are dressed in a red. We're dressed for it. <laughs> no, and, and guys, I'm telling you, it's not just that we're dressing in a red dress. It's the same cut. It's a halter top red dress. Basically like the same dress. The, the and, same and, and Rainbow Shops, which is one of my sponsors, and I love them. They're my new sponsor. They sent me this dress. They were like, Kat, we want you to look fabulous it's the color of love the color of passion i am so passionate about everything i do so thank you rainbow shops and me is exactly the same i'm gonna post all the pictures and videos all over my social media so you guys can check it out because she is gorgeous other than being crazy intelligent and fun and funny thank you so much mia congratulations
And this was a, a really fun, a little emotional for me, of course, can on the loose, but let's power on. I wish everybody a wonderful weekend and I'll be back with you guys very soon.